Every week, lots of you get in touch, telling me what you think about my life and my decisions. So I think it's only fair that you get to have your say here on the podcast too. If you'd like to get in touch, then go to lizjonesgoddess.com or tweet me at lizjonesgoddess. song i was being bridget yeah oh i need God. a tub of ben and jerry's and fraser on the telly and a hairbrush and a hairbrush and, a hairbrush. and my pajamas covered in snowmen what on earth is going on we don't need culture this week nicola we don't we don't need books we don't need the new film starring james mcavoy i've got a bit of a james mcavoy crush we don't need love island all you need ladies Liz is my Jones's column. Date. All we need is my column this week because da, da, da. it's far more riveting. We ended last week's column for a little recap. Last week's episode, Waiting for Cambridge Man at Soho House. I think what they should do now, anyone listening now should settle down, get a glass of wine and prepare themselves. Vodka. Yeah, prepare, Vodka. prepare yourselves. Vodka. In solidarity. <laughs> solidarity. I wish I still drank. <laughs> because Cambridge Man, on date number two, after he'd been telling me he wanted to kiss me, how will we have sex if there's dogs in the bed? Do you want to come to my friend's 50th birthday party? Do you want to come and visit my parents in France? Have you had the jab in case we get intimate? Let's go to Paris. Don't forget, let's go Paris. to Paris. Yeah. Do you know what happens in this week's column? I do, but tell everyone. He stands me up. What a liberty. Beep, 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 bastard. beep, beep, What beep. a complete and utter You couldn't bastard. make this up, really, could you? No, no, you couldn't. You couldn't, especially after all the text messages and all the over-the-top cloying, I can't wait to see you. I Your... keep thinking about you. What was it? Your smile was what? Sparkling? Was you sparkling? I sparkled. You sparkled? I sparkled. I'm even more attractive in real life than my airbrush photos. Right. That's quite hard to achieve, isn't it? It is quite hard to achieve. I, I wonder at that one. <laughs> Go on. So this is my column. Details, I waited. Jones. I waited. You waited sober. I ordered a fizzy water. I watch people arrive at Soho House, see a friend smile and wave. I kept rearranging my limbs, face and thong. <laughs> my phone got all excited. I got a WhatsApp. You know, you get a little thing on yeah, your WhatsApp. This is what he texted. Hi, Liz. I remembered my name. Remembered my name. Tosser. I've had Tosser. some time to think in the past week. And I don't think this is for me. The distance won't be easy. Our busy lives won't help. We didn't seem that busy. I need to be honest and upfront with you. What? While you're waiting at the goddamn table? Us! Dear God, there wasn't even an X or a sorry, not a single sorry. And he didn't know where you lived? 
He didn't know where you lived before you were sitting at the dinner table? I'd booked a room at Soho House Kettner's. Dinner. I'd reserved dinner and put down a deposit. I'd been renovated in the Rudding Park Spa. And that's a whole bloody day. I'd brought train tickets, first-class train tickets, because I didn't want to be near any, any other members of the public. That's £500 easy. More. You see how men, Nicola, you see how men mean I hemorrhage money. I should just buy a yacht and have done with it. I'd squeeze my kidneys into a Victoria Beckham bodycon. Worst of all, I was recklessly optimistic. I thought this one was normal. He contacted me. And he said you sparkled. And he wanted to wake up with you. And he wouldn't leave you alone with all the nice comments. He'd learn all the names of my colleagues. That's the day. I was optimistic he'd bought toys. I I'm so angry. I'm he so said angry. I wouldn't have to pay to the third or fourth date. We never got to the third or fourth date. So angry. So angry. And he talks about distance. Let's examine here how far he'd actually have to come to get to Soho House from Cambridge. 50 miles, 47 miles, 46 miles. I think I'm going to change his name from Cambridge man to Satnav man. <laughs> so for the next 20 years, he's going to be Satnav man. He suddenly put London into his Satnav, saw it was 50 miles and thought that was too far to go for a shag. And God forbid... He didn't know you lived in Yorkshire. Everyone knows I that. lived in Everyone Yorkshire. Everyone knows you live in Yorkshire. I keep sending pictures of the snow on Twitter. He came to Yorkshire to meet you for lunch. He yeah, managed that. He came he to Harrogate. That. He managed that. I wished I still drink. This is me sitting at my table. I looked up the column published last week. On Sunday, it was a bit strange, actually. He'd been quite quiet. He didn't send a text. There's just been one text in the build-up to this date where I was stood up. The heading of my column last week said, in which I get slightly X-rated. I'm going to quote from last week's column, don't get confused. Not quite the rave I was after. I have resting bitch face. Him, I want to kiss you, but I want you to get the jab first. Bit bossy. He's the same age as my jacket. <laughs> then I'm sitting at this table on my own, looking pale and shell-shocked. A waitress came over to see if I wanted to order, if I wanted to wait. I said, it's fine, I might just eat in my room and order room service. So she started to clear away the cutlery. Clatter, 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 clatter. Oh. Could I be any more humiliated? That's just horrible. Why leave it till then? Why? But the what's Let's just examine what's happened. Why oh. did he stand me up? I don't think... A friend or an ex-girlfriend got to him. Right. Because I've been really careful to make sure he's not identifiable. I mean, there are millions of estate agents in the UK and he doesn't actually live in Cambridge. He lives in the suburbs. So he's suburbs man. He doesn't actually live in Cambridge. Cambridge man to suburbs man to Satnav man. Yeah. I'm keeping up. Hope you're not but we know, home. don't we, from experience, how fragile men's egos are when you're a national newspaper columnist, when they get you a coin purse instead of a handbag and you write about it, World War Three breaks out. It must be my column that put him off because he was so positive. I sparkled. It must be the column. You sparkled. 
Where's I don't. Gone? I don't think he listened to the podcast because he's never mentioned it. Hallelujah. Let's hope he does. That's that's always good, isn't it? Because <laughs> he'll certainly know what. But I do you know what? I went up to my my room and I ordered room service oh, and I started horrible. to think. Let's face it. He's an estate agent. On our first lunch, I'd been telling him how I'd lost everything. I'd been betrayed by my family, and he had just said, "I get on really well with my brother." He didn't make me laugh. He didn't tell me stories or antidotes. He had ordered duck for his first course. Yeah. Poor duck. Poor duck. Who orders duck when you're sitting opposite a sparkling vegan? Well, particularly a sparkling vegan, for God's sake. Get in contact. I know we can all pick holes in men in retrospect. Smarting from the loss of valuable time. And I don't have many years and money. left. And money. Valuable time, I don't have that many years left, do I? Let's face it. Well, no, you've got to pack it in. You are packing it But did he really deserve me? No, Did he deserve... I've got a lovely cottage. I've got lovely animals. I've got an interesting job. I've got a rearranged face. I've got a hairless body. And let's not forget... He knew I write a column in a national newspaper because he tweeted me and he'd been reading all my pieces. And he knew you lived in Yorkshire. And sighting distance doesn't wash. No. You know, I'd go out with Nigel in Australia and he's 5,000 miles no. away. Is Lily Livered at least after decency and to a be set honest. of balls, yeah. Grow a pair, Cambridge man, sat And man. to say sorry. Grow a pair. Sorry, sorry I wasted your time. Sorry you had a Hollywood. Sorry you paid for a hotel room. And don't leave it until you're sat at the table. Don't leave it till then. But you, do you know what? I had thought this is all a bit too easy. Well, he seemed, he seemed, apart from being a bit too forward for my liking, and I know I'm a prude, but he was too forward for my liking, he seemed nice. He, he'd come to you, he'd taken you to lunch, he bought toys for the dogs... He was attentive. He sent me pictures of his house so I could check it was tidy. Yeah. He sent garden. me pictures of his garden yeah. in his gazebo so I could check there weren't any mattresses in the garden. His parents' collie. Parents' collie. Yeah, yeah. It was all looking so good. But I had thought it was too easy. Man messages you on Twitter, flirts, asks you out. He's straightforward and says he fancies you. Man suddenly buys map. Realises has busy life. <laughs> misleading bastard put that in your gazebo in your suburban garden and smoke it <laughs> but then Nicola oh more oh no I made a big mistake you no don't you dare don't you dare I didn't want to waste the Hollywood don't you dare don't say don't say this to me don't you dare I sent a text not not to the ex to annex Oh, Not an annex, like they put God. you in in a hotel, annex. No, that's the worst this thing. This is like Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, or, it was in the news this week, Angelina Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller. Oh, just like Angelina Jolie. So just. it's like Angelina Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller. And no. that is in next week's column. Couldn't you just have picked someone but why up in the do bar? men waste your time? Because they all waste your time, don't they? They waste your time. They waste your years that you could give birth. Childbearing they years. They waste your money. They're just a waste. That's why you should just... Well, you were at the minute just in the dating stage. I can't even say that, can I? I'm just saying you should stick to the dating stage. You didn't even get to the second date. Have you ever been stood up? No. 
No, I've been dumped once, but I've never been stood up. I would have thought you'd been dumped more often. No, no, I'm usually the dumper instead of the dumpy. But when I was dumped, I was spectacularly dumped. I am furious. I'm furious. But I want everyone listening to this to send us, either on my website or on Twitter, your tale of being stood up. Yes. And how men have let you down. Yes, or women, if we've got men listeners, or women have let you down. Or how women have stood you up. Yes. That'd be good, and we'll read out we'll read out the best ones next week. Can we also have from our listeners what they think put him off? What was the straw that broke the camel's back? I've been nice. We've been to one lunch. The dogs didn't misbehave. I've got it. Do you think you scared him because you were very up for sex? He'd have to perform and he'd have to be good. Wouldn't they? If he, if he, if you were so up for it and he weren't any good, but I think the only reason men date women is for sex. They don't date for anything else. They don't date for conversation. No, they want their pants washed and they want breakfast on the table. They're lazy. They don't want to do anything. They want to be looked after. They want another mother. That's what they want. Sex is just a bonus. I I wonder what put him off. What changed his mind? But not even to get a sorry. Sorry, I wasted your time. Sorry, you've booked a hotel. I I think he got performance anxiety. But look at the number of times I've gone to a luxury venue, and had it ruined by a man. Always. You you have a better time on your own. River Cafe. Yeah. The panna cotta was burnt New and they forest. didn't have any gluten-free bread. New Forest. Lionwood Hotel in the New Forest. I didn't even get to my main course. No. No. Marrakesh. Ramsgate. Ramsgate. It's like that. Marrakesh. Lionwood House. Ramsgate. <laughs> it's nice, Ramsgate. The I hotel like at Ramsgate. Ramsgate is lovely. I know, it is, it is. But it's sort of just fitted in the list, didn't it? <laughs> So I think the only thing... Paris. Paris? Paris. Yeah, got the cheap ring. Yeah. The only thing that could have put him off was my column. Um, I'm sure he's very not good in bed. I'm sure he's rubbish in bed and he knew you'd be disappointed and tell everyone. But all men think they're good in bed, don't they? Yeah. Because too many men, women fake it. Well, and, and to be fair as well, not... All men care whether they're good or not in bed, as long as as long as. And all men jack. always do exactly the same thing in bed. They never vary it, do they? They never ring the changes. Well, they've got a system that works. They, or not? Well, works for them. I'm going to change that. They've got a system that works. Roll on, roll off. Takes seconds. They can get to sleep. Doesn't take long after a pint. No problem. But I was a little bit sad on my day, non-date. Be furious, but don't text an ex. Get a revenge shag in the bar. But I wish the waitress hadn't cluttered the spare set of cutlery. Yes, let's everybody just look at this woman sitting here. On her own. On her own. And the cutlery's being taken away because she's been stood up. Can we just show everybody that? Yeah, yeah. Poor man. It's like two soups again. And I'd left his name at reception because you have to be a member. I'd left his name at reception. So So I had to walk past the receptionist and I could see her thinking, 
what happened to your guest? I've got his name here. What happened to your guest? Oh, was it, it was quite one? funny, though, when I left his name at reception, because you have to be a member. Um, I said, can you tell him I'm in the restaurant when he comes? She said, what's his name? And I, I told him the first name. I didn't know his second name. What a trollop. I didn't know his second name. And, and you'd had a Hollywood? You were, I'd had a Hollywood, and I didn't know his you second name. Well, actually, saying that you'd had a Hollywood, you'd folded the toilet paper into a V the first date. Yeah. Let alone, I didn't let, know his second let, name then either. Really a trollop, to be fair. <laughs> You can read this week's diary in full in the Man on Sunday's You magazine. So we're going to go to the archive now. Uh, this is back to April 2007. This really, it shows that women never learn, really. Or that we're optimistic, that we are tenacious, we keep trying and we're optimistic. Bear in mind, this, this column is called Africa. See, all my columns have a name. This one's called Africa. I've got a vibe that it's about the husband. It's about the husband. The husband. Now, this shows we never learn. So for my second date with the man, I didn't know his surname. I'd put Victoria Beckham on. I booked a really expensive room. Bear in mind, my husband had already cheated on me with Daphne and I'd taken him back and I'd bought a Georgian townhouse and I'd put his name on the mortgage. <laughs> I booked a holiday on a small island off Mozambique. And to get to the small island, you've got a big plane and then a slightly smaller plane and then a smaller plane and then a tiny plane and then a boat. That's how you got to this island. It sounds exclusive. And shall I tell you how exclusive this island was that I booked for the husband who cheated on me? When you leave, you sign the visitor's book to say well, how much fun you had. In the little square before me, there was Sven Goran Eriksson and Nancy Delolio in the little square before Lizzie. That's the, and, and who follows you? That will look and said Liz Jones. Probably was here. James McAvoy and Angelina Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller. Probably. See where I go, it's more likely to be the name signed in the toilets. Well, you went to Walton Towers, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, I like Walton Towers. And there was a polar bear in your room. It was. I was going to steal it, but I thought it'd be charged. This holiday, before I read you this column, everybody, this holiday cost £26,000 and it wasn't even a freebie. And that was a long time ago as well, wasn't it? So, yes. wow. In today's money, this holiday cost £4 million with the fat husband who cheated on me already with Daphne. Do you see how I try to shore up rocky relationships with luxury venues? We're Rocky. We're Rocky. Take me. We're Rocky. With luxury venues. <laughs> we argue. Take me. I'll sleep with someone else. Take me. So this is Africa 2007. This is my column in You magazine. Award winning. Award, well, we are award winning. And I have won one award. Win- yeah, you have. And hopefully this year as well. It takes 26 hours to get to the small island off Mozambique. We arrive on the beach looking as though we've been shipwrecked. My hair resembles Bridget Jones when she arrives on her mini break. (laughs) It's the humidity. It's the humidity. We are shown to our lodge, one of only ten on the island. 
It's inches from the Indian Ocean. The Indian Ocean is 30 degrees. I want to it's go. like a bath. I want to go. There are muslin nets around the huge bed, hammocks, a huge slab of marble in the open air shower. I don't actually do open air showers, but I kept my you best like on. You like marble, though? It's so beautiful and so far from the life we left behind. We have dinner and walk in the shadows. Looking up at an inky sky, the sky's all upside down because it's the other side of the equator, speckled with stars. We fell into bed exhausted, the only sound the pounding of the waves. It could be perfect for £26,000. He should be perfect. Except he's almost silent. The next day he gets up at 6am to do yoga and I go for breakfast on my own. Now there's a change. He swims and showers and smokes cigarettes. He's finally ready to join me at 6pm. 6pm. What another tosser. He's finally ready to join me at 6pm. What is wrong with these men? Seriously, what is wrong with them? We go to dinner. He looks miserable. As we walk past the bar, he says he's going to have a drink and a cigarette because he needs some space. I hadn't seen him until 6pm. We're walking from the lodge to the dinner, open air, and he needs some space. You've got space. How much space do you need? Well, he's on a remote island. That's space for a start. I stumble back to the room in the dark because he'd kept the torch. This was in an age before phones had torches. Well, where had he gone? Why had... I don't know. He's gone stumbling off somewhere. So he just left you? Oh, when he finally gets back to the lodge, bear in mind this is night number two, he says, I want a divorce. I've just spent £26,000. So, sat-nav man makes you spend all that money to sit at a table. This one makes you take him to a remote island with three planes. And also, before we went, I said, if you misbehave, you owe me the flight back you have to pay for your flight i said if, that's what i said before we left i said if you misbehave you have to pay i sit up in bed why are you saying that now do you know what he said oh. i can't stand it here it feels <gasps> oppressive <gasps> so i said to him will you leave tomorrow bear in mind it took six planes to get there he said yes the next morning i wake up and he's staring at me have you told the office to book you a flight, I said. No, I'll do it now. He wanders off. I go to sit by the sea with my book. I can't remember what I was reading. Unbelievable. He waddles over. Have you booked it, I ask him. Yes, I can leave tomorrow. I then ask him why he's chosen the first two days of our two-week holiday to tell me he's leaving. And he puts his head in his hands and says he hadn't planned it. I do love you, he says, but I will never write another book while I know I have you to look after me. What? Every time you do something nice or take me back, I think you're desperate when <gasps> I behave so badly. Do I look desperate? Do no, I? Do no. I? God, there's... Oh, there are no words. So I said, I do it because I want you to be happy. We sit talking for hours, lunch comes and goes, and the sun disappears into the ocean. This is how we fell in love, he says, in Jamaica, just talking and gazing at the ocean. 
actually, we didn't sit and talk and gaze at the ocean in Jamaica. He watched Euro 2000. He watched football with the curtains closed. We didn't sit and gaze at the ocean. Can I stay for the rest of the two weeks and we can talk? But there was a big part of me when he said that. I had thought, great, he's going back. He can supervise the cats. <laughs> Because I was worried about leaving them with my cleaner for two weeks. So when he said, the marriage is over, you've wasted £26,000, I'm going tomorrow, I thought, great, he gets back early for the cats. That's the Liz Jones we love and know, bouncing back, bouncing back. Girl. He can get squeaky some more of her special biscuits. <laughs> I, so I said, no, go today. You can sort yourself out. You can find somewhere else to live. And look after I want cats. you to post your keys through the letterbox. And when you empty your chest of drawers, because he had an assigned chest of drawers for his horrible sportswear, I said, I want you to close the drawers really carefully because you know how sweet he loves an open drawer. She goes in an open drawer and you can close it and then she's trapped forever and she could die in two weeks. Well, I should imagine he'd probably be sitting in the house with his feet up enjoying the, the, the luxury before he He goes. then started to cry. I'm going to regret being horrible to you when you love me so much. I will never find someone who loves me as much as you do. I still want you to go, I tell him. I'm a sucker for a pretty face, he says. I stiffen. Did you, oh, if you've done that face, or? I'm like over-whipped egg whites. <laughs> what do you mean, Recently? <laughs> Have you slept with anyone since September when I found out you were in contact with the whore? He nods. In Mumbai last month at the Literary Festival. Oh my God. Who was it? I stammer, feeling nausea rising in my mouth. There is salt on my face, but I can't tell if it's from the sea or because I'm crying too. He meant sucker for a pretty face for you. No, not, that, not me. Not that he bloody had it away not again. Not me. Oh, my God. So on day two, this is worse than Cambridge Man, actually. On day two of a £26,000 holiday, he tells me he'd had another affair with a work experience girl with a very low forehead at the Literary Festival in Mumbai. Literally, has he got no standards? He's like a dog on heat. He's got no standards. So I'll tell you a little bit about what happened after he confessed this. I banished him. I contacted management, because these islands do have management. Yes. If you, if you try and find them. I said, you need to give him another lodge. I don't care if there's holiday makers in it. He can go and join them. They gave him another lodge. Probably You're putting him on a plane tomorrow, a very small biplane. I was quite surprised it was able to take off with him on board. <laughs> the next morning, I'm having my coffee. One of the waitresses comes up to me. She said, I've just spoken to your husband. He's getting on the plane. But last night, he took the wrong passport. He took your passport and not his passport. Oh. So can you find his passport? So what man, oh, after God. you tell them to leave, they get their luggage, they get their awful sportswear, they take their passport... They don't look inside the passport to see if it's the right one. What man leaves an island with a 50% chance of having taken the right passport? Who? Who does that? Who does that? Was it deliberate? Must be deliberate. Was it a ruse? He was giving you the opportunity to say, don't go, don't go. We can sort it out because you're desperate, remember? So he left. 
on day two of the £26,000 holiday, me having found his correct passport. Bye-bye, Tossa. Then it all got a bit worse because then I went to the office on the island, the management's office, to write my column, which was a two-parter. Part of me was thinking, (laughs) great, he's gone back to relieve the cat sitter. The other part was thinking, great, I can knock out a two-parter and I've got the rest of the two weeks to have some time off. But then I hacked into his email. I found the name of the work experience person he had an affair with, with a low forehead. And I emailed her. I emailed her and I said, my husband just, just said he had an affair with you at the Literary Festival. I'm contacting the boss of the Literary Festival because I'm sure that's against the Hippocratic Oath. You don't sleep with the authors. I'm going to get you sacked. And she complained to my editor about me and I wasn't allowed to print her name. No. She complained about me and she'd had sex with my husband. No, it's a golden rule, isn't it? If you have sex with someone's husband, you take the consequences. She complained to my editor, so I wasn't allowed to print her name. So she got to shag your husband and protection. And she complained about me. Well, well, I think your editor should be sacked. But you got your revenge in other ways, didn't you? But then you did. shall I tell you what happened? Go on. I then... This is, this is how my life becomes stressful. You'll think you're going to go to a remote island because of some very clever people in California. There's an internet. And my agent, Robert, contacted me a couple of days in to say, your husband's back in the UK... Right, okay, thank you. He's just contacted me because my husband had the same agent as me because he couldn't get his own agent, so he just shared my agent. He shared the same divorce lawyer, he shared my agent. So my agent said, he's been in contact with me, he's back in the UK, he wants me to sell his story to Grazia. No. Da, da, da. No! So while I'm in Africa, he's doing a kiss and tell with Grazia. Thank you very much. And I'm not even allowed to publish the low forehead's name. Is that so he can earn some money to give you back the 26 grand for your holiday? And he never paid me. I said, if you misbehave, you pay me back for your flight. And he never did. Oh, my God. So I'm not going to go on any more luxury venue jaunts with men because it just costs me money no 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 you need a man that can pay for it take you it didn't cost it didn't cost him money it didn't cost the husband money because he sold his story to grazia i hope he got jet lag every week lots of you get in touch telling me what you think about my life and my decisions So I think it's only fair that you get to have your say here on the podcast too. If you'd like to get in touch, then go to lizjonesgoddess.com or tweet me at lizjonesgoddess. So sorry to interrupt, Liz, but we have a very important announcement that might just interest your listeners. 
There's another Mail on Sunday podcast and it could change your life. It's called Medical Minefield. Yes, where we talk about the ethical dilemmas at the heart of the health stories that matter the most. And that's with me, Barney Kalman, the Mail on Sunday's health editor. And me, Eve Simmons, the deputy health editor. Find us at mailplus.co.uk. We've got... um... Amy from Hertz, and she says... Hearts. Hearts. Well, it's Hertfordshire, isn't it? No, but it's not Hertz, is it? Well... Hearts. Hearts. Hearts, then. I'll do it like Eliza Doolittle still. Hearts. It's Hertfordshire, it's not Hertzfordshire. Well, it's actually Hertfordshire, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Get it right. Anyway, she's been listening to the podcast from the beginning and loves the dedication and compassion for animals. I've moved from being a vegetarian to a vegan. Whoop, whoop! And are now looking at products that are cheap but nice quality. Can you both recommend your favourites that are not expensive but nice? Well, what so, do you think there? Well, I'm quite a fan of Farmology, uh, which is vegan and cruelty free. And, do you mean the beauty company? Um, the the company that uh, they do like moisturisers, um, shower gel, um, bath soaps, that sort of thing. Hand cream, fantastic hand cream. They've got um, a lovely range out, which is my favourite, which is an orange one, and it smells just like you've cut. I've got that in, in my bathroom. So you like it as well. It's vegan. It's well, they sent free, it to me. But you like it. Yeah. It's recycled packaging. It's cheap. You can get it at Boots. They do a grapefruit one as oh, well. Oh, I didn't know it was in Boots. I probably wouldn't like it if it was in Boots. It is in Boots, but that's the, <laughs> but it is. It's really lovely stuff, and I use the body moisturiser on my face and it's better and I do don't look like that I do and it's actually done I my think skin better using a moisturiser for the part of the body where it's not destined to be is against the law well my face is on my body isn't it it's all I part think it's of the against, same thing no it's not well I've spent a fortune on different expensive moisturisers and I've got to say this one is not expensive at all it's under a tenner and it it's done my face lovely. Look, look at my face. Look, don't pull that face. Look. So you're going to put those links on the website and on I'm Twitter. I'm going to put those links on the website. And don't forget really to nice. send us your worst ever being dumped on your very expensive holiday or being stood up. Yeah. And we're going to give a prize of who's got the worst story. I don't think you can beat me really, but who's got the worst story? You get a prize. Okay. We'll have to think of a good prize. We'll raid the beauty cupboard. <laughs> we ain't got a lot in there. <laughs> we've already raided. Right, we've also got Sheila. And Sheila says, I'm so excited that your book is coming out next month. I literally can't wait. So that's the 14th, if anyone's July, missed it. In paperback, in... a physical book. And, and we're having an audio book as well. So it's all exciting. She says she's read the extract on your website and loved it. Um, she's going to be taking it on holiday with her to lay in the sun and she's going to be wearing a swimsuit with a t-shirt cover-up so she can relate to Pam. Um, but we have a Zoom book launch, don't we, on the 7th of July? Yes, so... we're launching, we're doing the global launch of the book because it's being published in America as well and also Australia. And we're doing a global launch on Zoom. So if you go to my website or if you go to Twitter... You'll get the link. And the tickets are free. 
And you, you can also submit your questions. If there's anything you'd like to ask yeah. Liz, we'll be picking out a, a lot of questions to ask Liz on the actual launch. So you can ask me, why do you keep going to luxury venues with hopeless men? That's a question. I'm just giving you a question there to help you. <laughs> Any question you want to ask me, we're going to have a party on Zoom on July 7th and all the tickets are free. So just sign up, send us your questions, and there's a prize at the end as well for the best question, isn't there? Yeah, we're going to raise, we're going to raid the beauty cupboard for a we're prize. Best question. Cupboard. I think there might be a signed book involved. Yeah, but they're also going to get a beauty product. Oh, see, so she's up the ante without telling me. She's up the ante. <laughs> and why isn't Liz taking Nicola on twenty-six thousand pound luxury holidays in six planes time? Because I'm much more faithful than a man. Because I don't have £26,000. That, that doesn't help. Well, that's it from us this week. If you enjoyed listening to Liz Jones's Diary, the podcast, why not visit mailplus.co.uk forward slash subscribe to get access to all our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces and more. I'll be back next Sunday. But for now, I'm Liz Jones. And I'm Nick. Goodbye. Goodbye.